All right. Okay, cool. Right, folks. Uh, so we, it says we're live, but we're not. <laughs> this is recording. So, uh, right. Um, so, hey, everyone. So this is the uh, Arnold Predictions. And uh, I've got with me uh, Joe Webb, um, Ollie Jackson, and i got Paulie. Uh, Paulie, you are new to the show. So uh, you're like the guest of honor. These guys are, we're tired of these guys. So they're, they're here all the time. So. <laughs> but uh, I think I think you and I first sort of started chatting at uh, the Revive Stronger forums, right? Or maybe yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. On a Facebook. little bit on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, and you're doing, you're doing, you're doing well. You've got your gifted performance coaching, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a coach awesome. over at Gifted Performance. So oh, yeah, that's been solid. Brilliant. Awesome. Cool. All right, cool. So uh, we're going to talk today about, I'll put everyone's social media in the show notes, but we're going to talk about the Arnold, which is happening tomorrow. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get into it. So here we go. We'll go into this. So this is the results from last year, just to kind of put it into perspective. Now, in terms of who's competing tomorrow, the highest in the list here is Kuklo. Then we've got Oliver, then Akeem, and that's it. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're looking at from last year. And uh, just before you comment on that, let me just show you the Olympia results from last year as well. Make that a bit bigger. So obviously we've got Big Rami up top. In terms of who's competing today, it's Akeem who beat Ian. Uh, and then Justin Rodriguez right at the end. So um, initial thoughts? I think this shows just how open this year is. Um, we've got the top three missing, Bonhart missing. He probably can't make the Olympia either. If he can't make the Arnold would be my guess. And then Dexter gone as well. So if you look, all the others have definitely improved loads this year. They've all won shows. Um, and yeah, the door's wide open. Anyone that wants it, I think that we'll discuss today in the top six, um, I'd happily say any of those six could win this year mm, yeah um poorly in terms of improvements and like the off season what with everything that's happened around the world um we've seen a lot of bodybuilders really delve into the off season have fantastic long off seasons have you seen that with your guys is that generally how how you've done things you got into a big long off season seen a lot of improvement yeah i mean i've always been that way where i try to edge clients towards taking actual time off because people are like oh they finish their show and then they they say they want to take a year to improve or whatever and then they pick a show that doesn't even give them a full year it's like oh you got to start prep four to six months before that so we get like four or five months of actual improvement phase going on and we're still dealing with the effects of like whatever happened post diet the last time so we're mm -hmm. either ramping food up still or we're, we're like having to unfuck binges and stuff like that. So, I mean, that, that's how I've always been. And I don't know, man, I think it's uh, really neat though, you know, cause I remember when COVID first started, uh, like a lot of people were also forced to do longer preps cause shows yeah. kept getting canceled and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think like a lot of people realize like, oh shit, I can like really dial things in if I have a little more time. Mm. That was really cool. I remember that. I think Joe, you and you and I talked about that. The the longer preps, we had some really well conditioned athletes, and the show that uh, Nick won, I thought that was some. He was up against some pretty good competition there, and roundabout in that sort of time. Um, yeah, I, I I totally remember that. Um, I, think, I think it's shown 
two different approaches, really. I think it's shown <clears throat> that for a lot of guys, they've been able to stay in condition for most of the year because they've been unsure when they will compete or it's, it's been put off. And they've stayed in condition and still made improvements, like Nick Walker. Yeah. Um, but there's also, over time, there's been a lot of examples, and I find I find this very strange, um, of very high-level pros who you would assume have very, very good genetics attempt to, to take multiple years off to really come back and make massive improvements. Mm. And they do that, and they come back, and they're not actually that much improved. Um, most recent, probably, example was Blessing. Mm. Mm. Um, and it's very strange to me how uh, out of kind of the um, the the pool of, of top pros who are about at the moment, not all of them are managing to make consistent improvements year to year. Yeah. Um, aside from, you know, I'm not talking about improvements like they come in condition when they haven't before, like Hakeem. I mean, someone like James Hollingshead has made quite good improvements to his actual physique. Yeah. Um, but not all of them manage it. And I'd find that very interesting to find out to know why. I don't know the reason why, but you know, yeah. it, it happens with some of the guys that try and move up from 212. Mm. They, they try to take a long time, move up from 212, and they don't actually look that much better for it. Mm. I think that's a great I point. Imagine, I imagine there's a couple of reasons for that. Um, I think probably when you're at that level, it probably takes that much more to get the muscle necessary. Um, but I also think there's definitely a limit on people's frames. Um, to use your good example there of moving up from two on two, some people move up from two on two and they really shouldn't. Like, you know, the weight starts to go to their waist, um, doesn't look right. Um, but I've, then again, I guess you'd never know that until you try. So um, you'll probably find a couple of people trying to go up adding five pounds, probably still being able to make the two-on-two -two limit. And uh, it's just staying right back in there. <laughs> yeah. I almost wonder if there's a uh, maybe some sort of psychological component for some people, like taking that long of an off-season and not mm. having a target, maybe letting off the gas pedal in certain ways, Yeah, you know, and taking things a little less seriously. Mm. Or maybe just like staying soft that long. Because when you stay really soft for a long time, and I don't know. I mean, a lot of these guys stay in wonderful shape, you know, but sometimes it's harder to tell if you're actually improving, you know? Yep. Yep. So maybe just kind of having these long periods of time where they're not really sure, but they're like, oh, scale weight's moving up. And then they finally lean down and don't have much to show for it. I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've wondered if people don't realize, but putting their weight down periodically every year um, for a show and then being forced to have some downtime afterwards actually is necessary for long-term progress i know if i tried to stay pushing my weight up for two or three years straight it would become less and less and less productive but if i mix in periods where i pull down or i have a rest or i back off i can kind of keep that movement going yeah because joe what are you weighing at now uh, about 242 you're pretty lean 242 yeah and you you came like down before. You came down to, I think you came down a little bit in December time, right? Yeah, so last year I got up to about 255, and then I came yeah. down to about 230 to 232. And then I went up to about 264 um, in in May earlier this year. Mm. And I had a bit of a break, came to, held between 250 and 255. And now I've come down to like 240 to 242 at the moment. Yeah, I think you've had a really good push this year. 
So I remember at the end of last year speaking to you and you were like, this is, you know, we're starting to grind into a wall, but um, pulling your weight down has worked really well for you. I'm noticing more and more. Uh, it feels to me like the bigger I get, the more important it is to periodically pull back and, and keep, mm. keep good condition. I know when I was a teenager, um, drug-free teenager, I would have to die. I could diet and then push my weight up for two years and I'd do it very slow, but I, well, I wasn't very big. So pushing my weight up then meant um, my calories weren't super high and there's not a lot of resistance there. And I think that the more and more resistance there is from your body and the harder you're having to push to get that weight on, the more important it is to stay sensitive as far as appetite and body composition and, and all that stuff. Is yeah, what I, I'm finding for myself anyway. I think a lot of things in the body are cyclical. I mean, I know with training, uh, pushing hard for a few weeks followed by a little bit of a kind of a pullback, if not a full deload, is tends to work pretty well. So I, I still do that with my clients as well. Um, tell you what, we're gonna we'll go and have a look at sort of some of the. I, I split it up into a top five because we don't have Bonnac anymore, right? So I mm -hmm. thought top five, and let me know if you guys disagree, and if you want anyone else placing this top echelon that we'll we'll pick through. But I had Akeem, uh, Nick. Is this for the Arnold or the Olympia? This for the Arnold. Arnold. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Akeem, Nick, Ian, Sergio. And Max. Now, in terms of outside of that top five, there's Justin Rodriguez, Hassan Mustafa, Mohamed El Imam, Max, and uh, Song Chul. Right? Is, is Nathan not doing the Arnold now then? Nathan's doing the English Arnold. Ah, okay. Um, He's not on the list. Then, only person I'd add is uh, Kuklo, Dark Horse. Yeah, you'd have Kuklo five. in there. I think I so. Think, um, well, well, I'd say Kuklo is, as of the other week, almost right neck and neck with Ian. Yeah, yeah. exactly. People are seeing Ian he, as a top contender. So, And he needs to win this show to be at the Olympia this year. So hopefully that gives him that extra little bit of nudge. To see. Definitely not it's, it's KUC. <laughs> KUC. Like that? Oh, there he is. There yeah, I thought I had him up before. All right. So let's stick him in there as well. Okay. So um, in terms of just these bodybuilders going through them, uh, Song Chul, Lee, bodybuilder Chul, um, does he have any kind of chance at breaking the top five? Uh, what do you think? Not yet for me. I think um, I think he's very impressive and very nice shape. Um, just that age-old concern of just needs a bit more time. We don't really know him yet. Um, and he is, he's been significantly behind the rest of the pack in the show or shows he has done. Um, was it just lower body conditioning he missed out on last time? Um, maybe he's still figuring that out. Yeah, he's tall, right? Is he like uh, six foot? I thought he was pretty tall, but he's massive. He is. Yeah, but look at um, uh, Akeem. Akeem mm. has been the biggest guy in a lot of shows for a long time, but never won yeah. until he got in condition. Yeah. He, uh, I haven't looked at this guy's photos in a while, but his back is pretty weak too, right? 
Or no, yeah, I think it is. Let's have a look. We've got a back post here. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, typical too for Asians to have just yeah. weaker lats. Excellent legs. Mm. Yeah, I mean he's impressive. Like when mm. I when I heard he was like Korean, I was like, no way, dude. Koreans don't get that big. We don't get that big. <laughs> I lived out in Korea for a while, and some of those guys in those gyms were huge. I remember, like, holy oh. shit, how big are you? <laughs> Yeah, he's a big yeah. boy. He looks good, but I don't think he's a threat to the top five, personally. Nah. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I, I honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I think I have him in last or second to last place. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a pretty dead cert last. See, after that, it gets a bit more shady because we've got, um, I don't know, I'm I'm going to set this guy up for like maybe in in the lower sort of tier as well, which is yeah. which is insane because he is awesome. But I, I don't see him doing a great deal. So what do you guys think of Hassan Mustafa? Well, he's done seven shows this year and has been in condition for zero of them. Um, yeah. Maybe this is the show. Like, never say never. Um, but phenomenal frame, amazing yeah. amount of muscles. The quads are fantastic. But And he's actually quite pretty to look at as well um, from a bodybuilding standpoint. But as soon as he turns around and the the hams glutes just on there that uh, flies on the the placings yeah yeah massive lack of conditioning it makes him look small next to even next to like guys like max charles um yeah it, it was like big rammy once he dials it in he'll be winning shows but right now we've just not seen it which is a damn shame yeah. he I, think it, I think it's pretty apparent that the IFBB in general want to send a clear message that mm. they're not rewarding the guys that come in with the, the biggest size, um, regardless of everything else. I they're rewarding more e either condition and or shape, which this guy will win on neither. Yeah, and he, he seems to be getting he seems to be getting worse. Like Ollie was saying, it's not his conditioning is not improving. And the more shows he does, like a guy like Ian who says all the time like, he gets better the more shows he does back-to-back, -back. whereas Mustafa's starting to look a bit tired now. I, I just don't see him making much of an impact. It'd be great to be proven wrong because I think he's got great potential. I mean, he's got uh, potential yeah. to have a similar um, presence to Rami, hasn't he? Yeah. Yep. He's got some of the best body parts, mm. but he's just not brought it yet. A little bit like uh, Lionel Bayeki. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Don't say his name. He'll probably never compete again. I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Great physique, though. Paulie, yeah, what do you think of uh, Hassan? It's absolutely wild, dude. He's just a fucking ball of meat. But, yeah, I mean, the conditioning is <laughs> just not really, not really there. Which is a damn shame. But I think, yeah, he's another one we can probably move on from. Now, it gets even harder as we go up the ranks because this guy, Mohamed El Amam, he had a tremendous showing in his last show, and he's absolutely massive. Uh, he said on the um, Fuad Abiyad podcast that he's only actually been training for about five or six years, which is right. insane. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, see the thickness. I'll be honest, I hadn't heard of him before, but he looks good. Does he have more yeah. photos on his page? He's been like fifth yeah. or sixth at maybe four or five shows this year, I'd say. Let's have a look at this. Like that second tier, he's been 
knocking on the door for a while. Just this season, I think. He looks like he would present the physique that was massive and hard, but not pretty. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, dude, he look he looks amazing, man. Like, I hate like talking shit about like bodybuilders that are like, uh, oh yeah, and <laughs> like way better than I'll ever be. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, he's definitely not as pretty as like a lot of guys that compete these days. And uh, even though he's so massive, you know, his physique just has some gaps in it. You know, like between his quads and you know, I don't know, just not the prettiest physique, but definitely yeah. impressive. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's managed to um, blow his waist out pretty well in like just five six years. Um, that I don't think is in his favour, especially from what Joe was saying in terms of conditioning these days, which is being rewarded. Um, I think his arm size is, yeah, right. Especially the arm, yeah, exactly. I mean, Arnold's the guy who kicked it all off, um, and his arm size relative to his uh, shoulders kind of reminds me a little bit of Justin Rodriguez. And that's always the complaint against him when he does a front um, clasp. His arms just go to nothing, and his delts and chest really overpower him, um, which doesn't look great. It's kind of like Marcus Rule used to be. Marcus Rule wasn't known for his triceps, you know. That was always a weakness. Yeah, um, in terms of placings, good. seventh to eighth, mm. something there. Not outside the top six for sure. But it still kind of shows how deep that this show is. Um, yeah, like yeah. I said, he's been coming, I think it's fourth to sixth maybe four or five shows this year. Um, yeah. And there's just that many good guys at this show. It's just going to push him down a little bit. That's all. Nothing. Um, no knock on him, even if he comes in as, as his best ever. I still see um, that sort of seventh, eighth um, place in for him. As a bodybuilding fan, this show's great. Yeah, really is. Paulie, you, you agreed with that, like maybe like in the, in the lower echelon, maybe above bodybuilder tool wait what what's the question are, in, are you agreed with his placing beings more like last three or four? Oh yeah i definitely don't see it being up there i mean yeah i, I definitely agree with it and sometimes it's so hard to tell man because like yeah. you see these photos and these instagram updates and like them <laughs> do it they're checking photos alone and then you see them on stage and you're like oh shit, things are like different now <laughs> you know yeah i hope i hope so It'd be good um, now, next, uh, I'm going to bring up Max Charles. I remember the first time I saw Max's physique um, a couple of years ago. Uh, it was in, maybe it was in the Olympia or something. Or, um, but I just remember thinking they're really sleeping on this guy. But the more I see him, actually, the, the less I like his physique. Um, because I think he's, he's great uh, from the front. Abs are probably some of the best in the Olympia. Um, but he goes to nothing from the back and his legs tend to not be that defined. Um, so it's just, it just shows like quite a lot of gaps. His structure is amazing though. He's, he's relatively tall. He's very, very wide. He's got really, really broad shoulders. Uh, so he's got an amazing shape, um, but there's areas where he's lagging and he's not really improved that much, which is a shame. I think he will round out. He will be the bottom of the big names. I think it will yeah. be all the guys we've we've just spoken about before, but I don't think he can stand next to some of the bigger names who are going to go on to and, and beat them. No. 
I agree completely. Um, I, I like his physique. Out of all of them, he might even be the one I'd want to look like, if I'm honest. I just I can't put my finger on exactly what he needs to improve. I don't think he's got lots of room for a lot more size. Um, his conditioning is decent from memory. I think his quads and maybe legs in general a little bit down compared to the others. And I think maybe he just doesn't stand out. I think, once again, like you said, Paulie, it's, it's hard to criticize these guys because look, look at him, he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. But when we're comparing him to the others, he's just not quite there. And I think that's been apparent this year, um, even though I can't quite describe it too well. Why? I think I think it's the definition in the legs uh, for me. I, okay. His legs go to nothing on stage, or at least they have in the past because he's not managed to get the definition there. And so if you're smooth or smoother on stage, you'll just look small. From his top half from the front looks insane. Like it's just amazing. You can't help but being drawn to his being drawn to his physique um, from the top and front. But the rest is is more questionable. I think that's where he loses. I went off screen for a minute. Did we see like his uh any front like front relax or anything like that? Yeah, let's have a look. And his back and stuff. Check check this out. From the front, striations absolute great. Um, He's got a lat spread there. If you go two to the left, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Because I looked at some uh, contest photos. I, I just searched his name in MPC just now, and uh, I don't know. They could be super old photos, but he. He just doesn't have like the greatest shape and it's more specifically when it comes to like his lats and stuff yeah it kind of it kind of brings his physique down pretty hard yeah i think so let's try and find a rear lat spread if he's posted one this is on his page so he might not have posted one oh there we go this is what i notice um with a lot of his pictures especially these sort which are fairly close to the competition but they're still a few weeks out he looks very bubbly and round, and he yeah. has that cartoonish yeah. fullness on the triceps, the delts, even the lats, but it doesn't really translate on stage. No. no. Yeah, I, I think he looks softer on stage. I think that's the big sort of negative with him, particularly from the back and the legs. Front, all seem, front up top, all seems to look amazing. Mm. Scroll up real quick, um, closer to the first one. Um, keep going. Yeah, that front relaxed. Here, this one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel, I feel like that's like the one sort of missing thing in his physique that would bring it out so much more, as if his lats were a little bigger and just covered more space from the front. High incisions. Front double. It makes his front double look kind of weak too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I'd agree with that placing um, ahead of none of the top guys. But ahead, yeah. Uh, Maybe below. like seventh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Just below all the guys we're about to talk about. <laughs> definitely. It's quite <laughs> so next up, I've got um, Justin Rodriguez, which seems insane because didn't he win a show last year or the year before? Yeah, he won a show this year. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really followed this guy, so I don't have that much of an opinion on him, really. Um, yeah, he's not that outspoken. <laughs> that is a nasty front double. Yeah. 
he's huge. I think the knock on uh, Justin is his conditioning uh, and his stomach tends to get a bit um, blown out. So that was the difference between him and Nick Walker when they competed with each other. And I think yeah. Nick, is that right? Nick beat him at the New York show, right? Uh, yeah, and that was right. the complaint. So Nick had a much tighter midsection, plus he was more conditioned. So next to Justin, he just there was no there was no contest. Yeah, I think he I think he holds the shots pretty well, but I think it was more moving from shot to shot. He was letting their stomach relax quite a bit, which obviously they're huge on not doing at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean the the pitches look look fantastic. Um, I think he'll place one ahead of Max. I think he'll be Max. Um, yeah. And then below, like we said, the the rest of the guys are about to speak about. Do you definitely think he'll beat Sergio? Any of you? Him? No. You know no. what I don't like about his physique is this pose here. His triceps go to nothing. That's the. He's got such ridiculous delts, uh, chest and traps, uh, and and he's got really good biceps. But I think his triceps just lack. They've got that sort of Marcus Rule look where they look smaller relative to his delts and his chest. I think there's a bit of an imbalance there, which doesn't translate well to the stage because it makes his arms look small, which they're not. They're enormous, but... Oh, yeah, I still think they look nasty. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, he just has, he does have some very prominent biceps and stuff, and but, yeah, I don't know. What, what if he's more conditioned than Sergio? Uh, I think I it think could so. be close to them too. Yeah. Sergio is such a big question mark, though, isn't it? Because like we've not seen much of him. Am I, am I not? Am I right in thinking Sergio's had times where he's not been in condition before, or am I getting that wrong? I think he had one show where he wasn't quite there, and I think it was the Olympia actually. Bad timing. Yeah. He gets a lot of shit though because he is Sergio's son, right? High expectations. Yeah. Well, but no, like his last placing was amazing. Okay. Yeah, well, his his pro history is. Uh, he's won the New York Pro, and then he's won two other shows. I think he got like 12th or 13th at the Olympia. Um, and then last year's Arnold, he got fifth, I believe. Kuklo beat him, and then three household names beat him. Um, yeah. But the Sergio does um, improve like year and year. So, yeah, mm. this. The race just doing. Do you think he'd be better off just hitting the pose normally? Like I see a lot of people twisting the poses into classic these days, and my personal preference is is not that, but th that that's just me. I think he I could think probably go. Sorry, I, I I kind of agree with Ollie. I think in most circumstances, hitting it normally looks better. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It depends on the person. He could probably go either way because his waist is appears to be so small that it would still look small to head on, you know? Um, I, I do really like this pose on him, and, and I like the kind of classic twist on it. I'd like to see his legs in, in the standard front double, though. I mean, maybe there's a reason why he's hitting it. And that's one thing I would say about this pose and, and looking at this photo is that kind of hurts, can hurt some people. Like, even though I, his arms are so big and he has very, very, very short femurs, so it kind of like makes his legs look a little smaller too, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I've seen with him is um, once, if he's not completely in shape, that waist tends to get very large very quickly, particularly if he's standing next to someone who's very conditioned, uh, like a lot of them have been in the last year. 
But yeah, I mean, he's absolutely enormous. Who, who do we find. think will, out of these lot, have the best conditioning? Mm. Ian. I wonder if Steve. Yeah, Steve is a good shout too. Steve doesn't post much, which is, you know, quite interesting. I think Steve was a smidge level below Ian in conditioning in their last show. Um, you assume both would improve. Yeah, I mean, Steve's had some time off, so could help. Can we see, uh, I think right under this photo is a, a back shot or go up. This one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in terms of like back, like width and size, it's a little weak there. Yeah, the hamstring yeah. is quite narrow. That's something I, I feel like the the back is like um, one of the most common weak points in bodybuilding yeah. and just uh, really just hurts so many people, you know? I know that so in person. So good. Huh? So I know that from personal experience. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, you can hide it in a lot of poses and look really great. And then you turn around or you hit the wrong pose and it's just like, oh man, what happened? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that will be punished with the uh, the likes of like Ian, Akeem, Nick, especially the, the improvements Nick's made in his back. Will, yeah, I mean, any kind of weakness in this lineup is going to be exposed. So um, in terms of placings for Justin, I'm, I'm thinking top six, um, just sitting about there. What do you guys think? Sixth or seventh, depending on how many people we still have to talk about for me. Yeah. I think he will beat Max this year is my... Um, I guess. I think, I think so. So this is we've got five more to talk about. Paulie, where, where would you put him? Oh, sick then. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm trash at putting numbers on things. I'm gonna go with what you guys go with. Yeah, yeah, sixth. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm like waiting. if I followed bodybuilding a little more closely, it'd probably help. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got two weeks till the next one. We're gonna do the Olympia as well. <laughs> so, uh, so now top five. Um, I'm gonna start. In no order, but just going to start with Kuklo, just because he's there. Um, I'm going to say just from the off, and I might this might come around to I might come around to regret this, but I'm not a fan of Kuklo's. Um, I've seen him on more than one occasion where his his midsections look washed out. He is enormous, but he gets made to look small by guys who have got better proportions and are in better condition. Yeah, part of that is how I feel, but also part of that is I feel I want to take a contrary stance to everyone, you know, being the show host. So, um, but that's that's my sort of um, opinion on Steve right now. I think you don't like him because you think he's a Chad. <laughs> I think he'll come third. Uh, really? Okay. Well... I know, I know a couple of people whose opinion I really respect that genuinely have him first, because um, yeah. mm. he has that extra little bit of motivation. Maybe because, like I said, he, he needs to win this show to be at the Olympia. He gets second. He doesn't go this year. It's you know mm. quite that simple. Um, I think he could sneak into the top three, top four. I don't think he's got first. I don't think he'll beat Ian, um, and I don't. 
Oh, fuck. It's hard, isn't it? Um, I think third is quite fair for him. I think the unique thing with Kuklo, which you probably can't say for any of the others, actually, is if, if you put if, if you disregard condition, if you assume he's going to be in very good condition, it's hard to pick out anything that he's missing. Whereas most of the other guys, you can pick out something that they're missing. So I can think Walker is missing quad sweep. And I, I would say he's missing. he's missing quad sweep. And honestly, I, I think that's kind of like my biggest and only criticism of Steve uh, is that like he's, he's a, an amazing bodybuilder. He looks good and I want to like him and I do like him. There's yeah. something about Steve. You just want to like him. I don't know. He has a good smile or something. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like you, you do want to like the guy and you want him to do well. But also, like, even though he's a great bodybuilder and he, he looks fantastic, and I can't say much like negative about his physique, there's nothing really like amazing or memorable about him, in my opinion, at least. You know? I agree. Yeah. With that. I mean, it doesn't yeah, have anything he's like, standing out. But he, he said he was 280 pounds. What's that? Uh, so, sorry, I was just saying he was 284 pounds in that picture, so it's not like he can get that much bigger. He's quite tall, isn't he? Um, maybe he's still slightly filling out his frame, you could say, although he is at that upper level. Um, <laughs> I would never, I would never tell somebody who's like 284 yes. that, like, yeah, you, you still just got to fill out your frame, dude. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, sorry, Joe, what were you saying before? Uh, I just said I agree. He, he's not got anything. He's not got any one body part that stands out as better as, than everybody else's. But to me, he also doesn't have anything that's a glaring weakness behind all the rest of him. He could have more quad sweep, of course. But I don't look at his physique straight away and think, ah, oh, he's missing quad sweep, which is what I think when I see Nick Walker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you've said that before. I, I think with Kuklo's height, I think it's difficult to fill out his legs. So he doesn't have those really bulbous legs. Um, which someone like an Ian does. Um, so I think that that's that's my criticism of Steve. But yeah, no, a fantastic bodybuilder. I mean, two hundred eighty-four pounds, huge. Now we are we are in the top five, so place them's going to be a lot harder. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to uh, give a preliminary answer and then maybe uh, roll back yeah, to it? Beginning that's what for, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. A prelim answer, and then we'll all give ours at the end. Um, I've got him third, and I think Sergio and Ian will beat him. I think he'll beat Nick. Um, I think this is Nick's first real test, and I yeah. still think he'll do amazing. Mm. But fourth, fifth, I think for Nick, um, and I think Kuklo uh, is a strong third. Okay. Uh, Joe, what are you going with? Uh, I think third. Yeah. Uh, Paulie? I, I could see him being anywhere in the top three, I think. Okay. I, I'm going to go um, sixth place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with this. You really don't like this guy. <laughs> but, um, uh, right. So next up, um, I'm going to go with Sergio. Only again, not in order, but only because we've not seen him for a while. However, I'm a big fan of Sergio. Um, I think he's got a yeah. great physique. He's bloody massive in terms of his frame, and I think he looks bigger in terms of more sort of round muscle bellies than Kuklo. So. Um, Head to head against Kluglo, Kuklo, I think Sergio would come out on top. That's I um, think yeah. for me the reason why Sergio is the dark horse and could easily win this show is the Arnolds. They actually genuinely mark posing. Um, mm. He is the best poser on this stage by 
a country mile. Um, and he got he got fifth last year. Two people in front of him aren't in this show. And I actually thought he beat Kuklo last year. Um, yeah. And I believe Sergio will have improved more than Kuklo this year. Just because he's younger. Um, I think it's one of his first real off-seasons where he's actually been committed the entire year. Um, I think he'll be £10 bigger with just as good or better conditioning. And yeah, yeah I think it's... I think. I don't want to say it's his show to win because there's a lot of other good people, but sure. he really has a great opportunity here um, for me. I think that, trying to find pictures of him on stage um, next to the bodybuilders to show just the size of him. It's I mean, hard to he's find quite him. tall, so he's yeah. he's bigger than he looks in photos. Mm -hmm. He, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. There, there's something about his physique that I, I'm. I've never really, he's just never really been a favorite bodybuilder of mine. You know, yeah. like he has like really long arms and he has yeah. high lat insertions, which I think do does him some favors in terms of like uh, making his, his waist look good. But at the same time, it's, I don't know, like it, it's, it's like a, it looks small, but it also looks kind of blocky at the same time. Like he has some big, bigger obliques kind of, um, and because he has those high lat insertions, like I think he'd look better with a uh, bigger back, probably. Yeah, that, that yeah, I think where he's with Sass, that was the last time I saw him or really came across him. Yeah, I think he looks better against other people. It's kind of like the Jay Cutler effect. Like Jay looks amazing on his own, but you put him next to other competitors, and he just he's just so much bigger than them all, and he just blows yeah. them out of the water. So he's kind of got that look in individual photos. I think he looks. I think he looks better on stage than he does in individual shots. Oh wow! Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, he's I need a to big see him boy. On stage. I mean, Sass is amazing as well, but <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't the best photo to prove your point. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I, miss, I miss Sass. I wish he was competing still. I'd put him. He's, he's a great physique. Yeah, he, the guy just doesn't like bodybuilding, <laughs> no. which you know it's a shame because he's so good. He's insane, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the height uh, and also a fair bit of mass. I mean, look at his quads next to Dexter. It's insane. Yeah. And I think that's... I remember now, actually, when Kukla went up against um, uh, Sergio, I think that's what was, was really evident for me, was Kukla's quads really lacked against uh, Sergio. And they were roughly the same height, so it was they were pitting them together a lot. And Sergio outclassed him in that area, I think, and conditioning. Right, gentlemen, I'm going to ask you for your predictions. <laughs> so we are now down to, well, there's three more to go after this. Um, I've said Kuklo is going to be sixth-ish. I'm going to put Sergio, it's going to have to be about um, fifth or fourth, I think, just because the rest of the lineup is so strong. Top three for me. Top but three. I th I'll go all in and say first. Nice. Your top three is getting quite bloated now, though, Ollie. You've, you've not got many options left. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've already done it. <laughs> Sergio, Ian, and it'll be just Kugler. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh -huh. um, Paulie, what do you think? 
I'd probably put him bottom two too. But I, I don't know. I'm kind of biased. I'm just not a fan of the physique. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. He's your Kuklo. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah we, we all have a Kuklo, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe, what are you thinking? Uh, third or fourth. Uh, yeah. Him or Kuklo, one, third or fourth, I would say. And to be honest, I will. I, I didn't know that much about him. And he, from the pictures you've shown, he was better than I thought he was. Mm. So, yeah, you know what? I could be wrong. Yeah, okay. Yeah, in my, he, I mean, in my head, I had, oh, well, Kuklo is going to be in better condition than this guy. That's why I had him ahead of him. Hmm. But actually, that might not well be the case. So, I mean, to be fair, I don't think he, he doesn't compete that much. And he's had a lot of stuff going on. So you've not had many chances to see him on stage. Um, I was just very impressed with his last outing. Um, so if we move on to, let's, let's go and look at Nick now. Just because um, very high quality physique, but he's still quite new. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a difficult one to place, Nick, I think, because um, he's won the New York Pro, which is insane. The third biggest show in bodybuilding. Um, he beat uh, Justin Rodriguez there and uh, beat him fairly convincingly as well, I'd say. Uh, yeah. Plus, since then, he has made such dramatic improvements in a lot of the areas which we were talking about just, just now really affect your placing in bodybuilding, such as the back and the quad sweep, which he was lacking before. Um I think he's improved that quite a lot. I think um, Nick could well walk away with the show. Wow. I think he's he's that good. My thing with Nick is he he's a lot of fun to look at, dude. And he's like up and coming, and he's yeah. you know like he he's just so odd looking. He he's just a stumpy dude, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. He looks great. I'd love, I'd love to have a physique like him. And that's another thing about Nick's physique. And like, I guess the the strong difference between him and Clu- Ku- ah, Kuklo is that like, if you were told to draw like, oh, draw the perfect physique, it would probably look something more like Steve's. You would never draw this guy. Yeah. Right, right. You'd probably draw Sergio. Yeah. Really. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, you personally would not draw Sergio. But <laughs> some of us might. <laughs> see with nick i think he's going to be very good i think he is very good i um i think the quad sweep will hurt him in this show because of how good everyone else's quads are um he could get through on conditioning to be fair and squeeze into the top three but yeah i i know he's improved his waist a lot and it, mm. it for him it's great, but compared to others, I think that will look blocky. Um, and then he hasn't, apart from Justin, he hasn't beaten anyone worth screaming about. So this is genuinely his first real test, in my personal opinion, um, which is quite harsh because he's a New York Pro win. Um, but like I said, so he's beaten someone we've put seventh or sixth. Yeah. Um, and like this show is perfect to see where he is on that sort of scale. Um, and that's I don't really cool. remember why the lineup was that week, you know, at the New York Pro. Uh, COVID, it. the time of year, and right. I think a lot, and it was in Tampa as well. It wasn't even in New York. So it was, oh, yes. yes. Um, that, that's my, that's my take on it anyway. He's got a lot of very good body parts. I think um, his rear double is his strongest pose. Yeah. His legs look wicked from the back. 
his back has improved a lot and his shoulders and arms are very dominant the density for a 26 or 27 year old or whatever the hell he Insane. is yeah i mean he's absolutely fucking freaky like yeah it just that doesn't make quality. sense like he'll probably be like the one of the freakiest people you know no, a billion percent yeah i think he'll always do decently well too like just because of that mm. I think he has that advantage of being it's it is the Arnold and they have been really um rating the guys who've got tight midsections highly and um his abs look insane. Like maybe his waist is a little bit like genetically wide like Jay's was. Yeah. But his his abs are ridiculous. Like there's no he's not washed out ever. He's always looking fresh and crisp. That counts for a lot, I think. He's getting does, much better than his God. Does he show up that crisp and dry? Yeah. Uh, his conditioning it's insane, dude. His conditioning is crazy. And it's improved, doesn't it? Show to show. Yeah. Yeah. He um he won his pro card after only four or five shows, I believe. So he's still relatively young in his I mean, obviously he's young, but young in his com competing career. So they're they're definitely making good improvements show to show, probably just figuring out his body. Um Probably can't be easy when you're going to compete at 280 pounds to dial it in, land the plane or whatever is the the latest saying that everyone's using yes. at the moment. Drop the hammer, <laughs> dropping the hammer, ticking the boxes. <laughs> I tell you what, UK bodybuilders are dropping the hammer is great. <laughs> so many hammers being dropped. It's like it's like yeah. screw fix around here. I can't stand it. Kills me every time. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, just he's improved his shape massively. So uh, I, I, I'd, I'd love to. I can't wait to see what he looks like um, on stage next to other people of of the quality of Ian and Kuklo and whatnot. Um, I think he's got every chance of winning. Um, yeah, and we've got two more guys to talk about. So what, what place are you going to say then? I'm going to go for the. I'm going to go for the W on this. I think. I think he can win. Fair fucks, wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I doubted him previously in the New York Pro simply because we hadn't seen him next to other people. And I thought he was going to come fourth or fifth, honestly. And I was completely wrong about that. And so he, when we did see him next to other people, he just demolished everyone. Um, so that's, it says a lot, I think. Um, so yeah, so we've seen him. He looks amazing on Instagram. Great work ethic, great attitude, just a very likable person. He's always been so open about his past and he's got a good image for the Olympia. But on top of that, you put him in a lineup, and yes, it wasn't as deep a lineup as this. But he, he, he next to other people, he just made him look, um, made him look out of shape, um, and also made him look small. That says a lot, I think. I think he's got the Jay Cutler effect; just makes everyone look small around him. I'm gonna put him fifth, to be honest. Um, <laughs> sorry, and I, I think is I genuinely like him as well. Um, I'd I've, love I've got him. sold him with that spiel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry to come in and just fucking chop that right there. Um, <laughs> so I have the three taller guys definitely beating him. And then I have him and Akeem fighting for fourth. Um, right. I think Akeem might have a little... Akeem's got a bigger frame, maybe a little bit more muscle. Nick will probably beat him on the conditioning. Um, so yeah, maybe fourth then. I, he might be ahead of Akeem for me. Nick will beat Akeem from the back, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Size. Yep. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, Joe, what are you thinking about uh, Nick? Second. Yeah. I think he I will think, definitely uh, beat Akeem. I think he will beat Kuklo, but I don't think they'll give him the win. 
not on his first Fair. try, not when he's young, and uh, not when he's missing sweep on his legs. I think I'd have go on, go on Polly. Uh, I think I'd have him top three, maybe not quite first, but I don't want to say like he can't, you yeah. know. But I, I don't know, second or third probably. Do you I don't think, think that makes sure sure win, I would like him to win. Do you not think it makes for a great story though? You know, you're talking about how they wouldn't let him win. Wouldn't it make for such a great story for an Olympian to go off a pro win? For, you know, in his pro debut to winning the Arnold to then on to Olympia, wouldn't that really build up the? I mean, not to get it's not obviously it's you know the judging's fair, but I'm just saying from that angle, if we're talking about that angle of not letting him win, I think it's actually a good story. Oh yeah, I would love to see him win, and I would like him to. I'm just uh, being objective about it. I think I'd put him about second. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I give no shits about that, like it being a good story. But I will say, like. I don't know there's something about him like like he's just like a, a little kid or something and you just want like good things to happen yes you know? is that that little ray of innocence in him yeah, look at his shot here that uh, back double yeah that's an old one as well that yeah it is yeah. before you turn pro this was yeah um before leaving oh, from north americans this really is when he turned cool. amateur his he went up against uh, chris chris didn't he yeah his rear this double is, is nasty, and I, I feel like a rear double is a pose that, like, it, it's tough to really look good in for a lot of people. Mm. Yeah, definitely. This was his uh, New York win when he beat uh, Justin. Mm. See, see, yeah, see, this kind of proves my point. Justin wasn't the best at this show, and he got second. So, uh, yeah, this is Nick's real test, to be honest. Um, Very true. Uh, like although I have him fourth or fifth, like if he won, it wouldn't surprise me. Not in mm. not in the slightest. Like, uh... But even here, do his quads look weak? Maybe detailed to fucking hell. Yeah, Christ, I'd kill for that uh, adductor <laughs> condition right there. Um, but if your quads are looking weak against Justin, imagine his against Ian's, Akeem's, yeah. Sergio's. Yeah. It's a big. You you know who had that ridiculous adductor conditioning? Chris Cormier, back in the yeah. day. He had sick adductors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah. just has that, that short femur thing going for him, too. Like, short femur, long torso. Mm. Takes away from the legs a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, Paulie, did we get your prediction? Where are you placing him? Uh, somewhere around top three, top yeah. three, top four. I mean, maybe even second. But I don't, I don't know about first, but... I wouldn't say it's impossible either. Yeah. All right. So next we've got two more. And we'll go with Ian. Ian. <laughs> his conditioning is insane. Um, we're all used to seeing his butt shots now on social media. Oh, <laughs> I've seen this guy's ass more than my own. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Conditioning is, is, is crazy. Um, if you look at the, the top right there, the low back, um, pulling away from the lats, the, the vascularity on the lower lats there, and the glutes are just, just detailed to fuck. So, um, insane. Um, there's not much to criticize on Ian, I'd say. I'm a big fan, personally. I have been for a while. Um, top two, could easily win, could easily beat Sergio. Not easily, but um, I think with 
with a um with Bonnet being out, like he has so many good shots, no real weakness. Maybe structure isn't the prettiest if we're being as harsh as possible, but like that is I like he's young too, he's 30, 31. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fucking dense, conditioned, grainy muscle to have at not even the peak of his um bodybuilding career. He's probably got eight years left in him, at least if he wants, assuming he's not got a, you know, a training age of 20. Do we have some unfiltered stage shots on his Instagram? Let's have a no. look. No. How's that one for <laughs> you? you say no? His, uh, his no, yeah. His side tricep is exceptional, I think, because he's he manages to get his waist looking like nothing, and his quad sweep and hamstring pop is, is insane. It's Isn't uh, it crazy, crazy that his triceps are lagging and his side tricep is one of his strongest shots? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Weird. so sharp. It's insane. Look that at that leg. Great. Yeah. That is why I'll have, I haven't beaten Nick, really. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't think Nick's beaten Ian. I really don't. And this is one of those instances where, like, I want to agree with you guys, but like I just got to see them standing on stage next to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think Definitely. that's the case with all of them, and that's the the point with this Arnold, isn't it? That actually we're all a bit unsure of how each of them will fare when they're next to each other. Yeah. But I mean, there are some we know for sure, like that Akim guy. Like, definitely not top five, dude. Akim. The or the the uh, first yeah, oh, Max. Oh yeah. Oh Max Max. Yeah. 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 Akeem's Akeem's coming next. Okay. I think he's he's another guy that could win it. But uh, I mean what in terms of like weak points on Ian, what do you guys see? Like where could he go wrong? Or or not even go wrong, where could he just be he could present his best package on the day and be beaten? Does he just have a, some does he have some more like rear doubles and other shots? Yeah, let's have a look. His back, his back's not weak, is it? No, you know, no. I know his lat spread is is great. He's grainy. Yeah. Um, There's some pictures of him with Kuklo below that. Hey, yes. Insane detail there. That's crazy. It's a very good top three. That. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, from everyone we've looked at so far. Um, you know, I, I think he's a great bodybuilder, dude. You know, mm. like you could just stare at this, couldn't you? Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I will say this, this is where I, if you look at the conditioning on Kluko, Kuklo, this is where I think in his midsection there he looks a bit more smoothed out relative to Ian and uh, I forget this guy's name. Um, uh, but he, he's, he's in great shape. He's, you know, fucking fantastic, right? But relative to guys these days who are absolutely diced, I think Kukro's got to take it up a notch. That's what I'm thinking. You know, after we discussed the whole past year and stuff, people have been doing longer preps and, and getting really, really dialed in. I think that's where he could be exposed. He's kind of also awesome. apparently, He's apparently four pounds lighter than he was here in the gym at the moment. Um, okay. So... He might have got off that extra couple of pounds. 
you know some people uh, are just uh, like that too man like some people are just grainy you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. ian's always been somewhat grainy even when he won his pro card as like 22 and a heavyweight he had um he had some green <laughs> so many butt fix looking out what's that look at that that's insane huge oh you know what i'm putting him ahead of sergio ian to win yeah, yeah. in for the win all right was, in for the win from ollie i was flip-flopping those two but um <laughs> is the, i think ian might be the guy to beat you know i think he's, he's definitely got a lot of momentum yeah, coming in he won his last show so he's won the last two he won two he won the tampa uh not the tampa he did win that the year before the texas yeah. and the one that was the week before he could well win definitely um, it's crazy too like, if you go to that front lat spread that's right next to this photo like he has such a good back but like his fucking arms and delts are so big that, like you don't even you don't even notice his lats in his front lat spread. Like, <laughs> that's insane his biceps are covering most of the lot <laughs> yeah that is crazy he packs so much muscle onto that frame Yeah, I think he could definitely win. And and the thing about Ian is he seems to have um, managed to work out his peak as well. He had this one show, I forget it was last season or the season before, where he ended up looking really flat and he made him look small and out of shape. And his chest looked really yeah. strange when he was hit that pose. I don't know if you remember that one. The, but... It was the first show him and Patrick Tor worked together. Um, yes. And, just and he's figured it out now. Yeah, so he, he comes in shape was, every time. I think it was Tampa and he got second. Right um i forget who to but he came back two weeks later and won new york so it would have been last yes. year oh he lost to hunter didn't he that's right yeah yeah he was very confident about that he lost yeah and then he came back and beat hunter at the olympia that uh, last year uh, yeah i mean what a comeback he did he's great hunter will never beat him again yeah uh, Quality. this is where he won his pro card i think okay great for 22 or 23 so it was wow. definitely destined for some greatness i hate seeing yeah. photos like that doesn't that make you feel like such a piece of shit that somebody <laughs> can like <laughs> yeah. go from that yeah, to, I, to what he is now yeah it's crazy I'm the other way the amount of progress I, I like seeing photos like this because it reminds me to stay in my fucking lane, work on my career, work on my masters, because <laughs> I'm not going to be a fucking bodybuilder. <laughs> All right. So final predictions for Ian. Um, Ollie, you've got him winning it. Um, Paulie, have you had yours? Uh, I, I could see him winning it, man. I, I feel mm. like a top two for sure. Yeah. Feel and, like uh, if it's a really bad day for him and he like misses his peak or something, like I don't know, maybe third or but I could see him doing top two, maybe first. Yeah. I I'd say it's gonna be close with him. Uh Joe, what do you what do you think? Now physique wise I have him winning. The only kind of asterisk I'll put there is the legal trouble he's in at the moment. I hope they don't penalise him for that. Say that again, sorry. Is the the legal trouble that he him and his wife oh, are right. him for that? It, have you heard about that? I have. Do you want do you want to just give everyone a 
brief overview on that. <laughs> yeah, their house got raided. They got um, a warrant out. Uh, the police raided their house. They're living in America at the moment where possession of steroids is illegal. So the police went in. And to be honest, um, I watched a video on it earlier, actually, that, that showed the report. And they didn't really find that much. And most of it was in communal areas of the house. Yeah. What tipped them off was these fucking idiots ordered it from their source in Canada <laughs> with their names on and signed for it. So his wife signed for it. So they went in and they found like uh, like eight vials total or something, like not a huge amount, mm. not enough where they're going to be suspected of being dealers, but it is illegal. Um, and given that most of it was in communal areas, kitchen and, and bathroom and stuff like that, that will all likely be put on his wife because it's her name on the package. So it yeah. won't be put on Ian because it's not like it was yeah. in Ian's car or, or whatever. Um, but also in the house was Chris Bumstead. And also on one of the packages was the name of an employee of Revive, you know, Matt Jansen's company. Ouch. So it's all a bit of a shit and situation. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think the the day I found out, I saw a document that it, it really, yeah, it wasn't about like what what they found in the house, but the actual package was a pretty considerable amount, right? Like I I think I saw like a hundred grams of Trenace, one hundred and forty grams of Trenace, a hundred plus grams of like Test P, um, a, a good amount of Anavar. It was like five or six compounds. Uh, I think Halitestin was in there. And uh, it wasn't an absurd amount. I, I think it probably totaled up into like maybe something like 500 grams of total gear, which, which isn't a, a, a small amount. But I think that when, when you get a package like that, they, they're like, oh, shit, we're going to bust in their house and they're going to have kilos of the shit or, you know, or hundreds of vials like made, which didn't happen. And I don't know. And it's tough, too, because when you have you know, a uh, few hundred plus grams of gear. Uh, in theory, it, it could be personal use, but that that's a lot. That's a lot of fucking gear. <laughs> I think um, Nick Trigilli did a video on it, and he managed to request the report that the sheriff of the county wrote on the findings. And at least in that report, it was about six to nine vials of trend, about similar of test and mast, and some anavar, and then some stuff like finasteride and that kind of thing. Um, so it wasn't that much enough where they're worried, but it's like, what are they going to make an example of them? How, how are they going to treat it? Because in America, the, the laws are much more strict. You know, there was actually a very well-known UK IFBB pro that got his house raided and busted with a shitload of growth hormone and stood up in court and essentially said, look at the size of me. This is all for personal use and was let off. But in the UK, the laws are far more relaxed on it. Possession isn't illegal. And apparently, I don't think it is in Canada either. But the problem is they're down in Florida on a visa. So yeah. how are they gonna how are they gonna be treated? I think you, you bring up a good point though, you know, like and granted the allegations were, were much more serious, but uh man, who won the Olympia like a few years ago that had the Oh uh, yeah, Roden. Sean yeah, Roden. Sean Roden, mm. you know, and a lot of they times they, huh? they stripped his title for that. 
Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, I, I I didn't follow up on that, but the charges were dropped. No, or I believe so. Yeah, yeah, he's they, not been charged. They, yeah, and it's just like you know, even just kind of having stuff tied to your name that that's yeah. negative, you know. And I mean, the IFBB, even though it's well known and it's still taboo, and you know, they don't they don't want gear tied to them, you know. So I mean, uh, they they might penalizing for it i don't know i mean maybe not since you know most of it is around melissa because her name is on all the yeah, reports yeah yeah i yeah. think she definitely took the rap for it whether that was planned or just the way it played out and mm. i think it was sweeped under the rug quite efficiently um mm. obviously you had your fucking generation irons and whatever trying to make it as big as possible yeah. um but i think whatever they've done or I think it's running I think it's running its course and I hope it doesn't um affect in any way. But I oh, get God, it. Yeah. Actually, it would be a massive loss, thing. wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it would be a massive disappointment. Ian yeah. and Chris Bumstead for it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that would suck. We don't want that. Well they um, would have come out of it as much as possible, just because he is more of a everyday person sensation. There'll be a bunch of yeah. YouTube followers of his that think he's natural and stuff like that. So um yeah, I think they're, yeah. they're very smart about it, too. Like, none of them have made comments on it, acknowledged it, as far as yeah. I've seen. No. You know, they you wouldn't even know it was happening by their Instagram posts. Yeah. And uh, at, at least within this community, I mean, like, if you don't say anything, like, I mean, there was a whole Shelby Starnes debacle and stuff recently, right? He yep. just didn't yep. say anything. And, yeah. and it goes away in, like, a week or two. There's something else to... to pay attention to so uh, yeah, yeah i think that's his name not being directly on it man and them being smart not talking and i'm sure the the people at npc ifbb were just like hey man like let's just not talk about it don't make any posts like let, let's see if this just goes away yeah yeah all right awesome so we'll go to the last guy now akeem fifth fifth you think he's gonna miss his peak no, I just the, the third, fourth, fifth going to be very. I mean, all of it's going to be very close. Yeah, I just don't look at him and think, yeah, he's beating so and so, and he's beating so and so. I don't know. I think, um, especially the last pictures I saw of him, he had very obvious oil in his lats, and that got posted about quite a bit. He had some big lumps yeah. in either lap. Yeah, he did. Um, he is massive, but somehow his lat spread. There's a massive gap there. Like, very high lats. Up that magazine cover photo. Yeah. He's a bit like yeah, uh, Nathan. He's very, very high lats. Oh, yeah. Long torso. And a long, thin midsection. Has um, he ever torn him? not a good pose from, is it? No, that's he's not. not good good. Good. Has he ever right. torn him? He could drop his shoulders a bit more. Not that we no. know of, I don't think. No. Um, I, I, don't, I don't want to... Um, talk down on his physique I think he's got a wicked no. physique and i think he could win shows and he put and he has won shows um i just think given the quality of the others mm. i mean look if 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 kuklo doesn't hit his peak he could easily drop to fifth and these guys could move up and i think if sergio doesn't deliver that could be him that drops out but if all of them are bang on i think probably sergio and steve could beat him did akeem beat ian by a place last olympia is that how it ended? Yeah, I think so. that's what I had, right? No, no, Akeem. Yeah, yeah. Akeem beat yeah. Ian. Yes, you're right. 
Yeah. Fairly convincingly as well. Not much in it. It was closer yeah. between Ian and Hunter. That's fair. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'll and Akeem got beaten by, sorry, Akeem got beaten by Sergio and Steve at Lashes Arnold. So, yeah, I think it's fair to have him in that, you know, fifth to fourth, third placing. Um, I know, once again, I, I know a couple of reputable people who have, who have got him first. Um, okay. But he has changed to the Camel Crew as a co as uh, one of them, or I don't know how it works over there. Um, this year, they're not renowned for bringing the excellent conditioning that he needs, that he needs to improve. Um, so I think am I wrong bit... on this? But am I wrong on this? But have they has he already dropped the camel crew? Or is he now with them and he's stayed with them? Just I thought he was that. with them a long time ago and then he left them. I thought yes. that. I thought he's switched again from the camel crew. Then he went to Oscar Arden, who was Kai's old coach. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know who's with right now. I can't keep so you're not when you say camel crew, you're not talking about that Instagram group, right? With that one dude that's a fan of like the deck only cycles and all that. No, no, uh, the uh, uh, Kuwaiti guys. Uh yeah. you know where Big Ramy's Big Ramy Ruli. Yeah, yeah. No, that guy's a, no. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I don't want to say his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know who I know who you're talking about. I was gonna say his name then, but I'll I'll stay quiet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, not that guy. Camel Crew is in um, the Rami Ruli, oh, okay. uh, Brandon Curry crew. Yeah, you're about to blow my mind, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Imagine getting a physique like that just on Decker. <laughs> Who would have yeah. thought it? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Taking a lot of telling as well. If anyone else gets the reference. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're not that impressed with Akeem then. No, that's, that, that's not the point, but. Um... The quality is so high, yeah. and the gaps between them are so small that if I have to put a number on it, I'd say fourth or fifth. Yeah, man. Like, if you started with this photo, I would just be like, "Holy shit! Wow!" Right? Yeah. But, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you when you see him his stage photos and stuff, it's it's not as great. Well, the thing is, he's recently seems to have struck gold in terms of his conditioning, a little bit like Ian. And he's getting drier. That was the complaint with him. He was a bit like uh, Lionel um, Bierke, I think, that he was huge, great shape, but he just wasn't getting getting in condition. He seems to have got it now. So if he can do that again tomorrow, I think he can be a real threat. Um, yeah, top three material. Yeah, man. I I don't I don't know, man. I, I definitely don't have him top three. I mean, and he's another one of these guys. It's really fun to look at because, like, he has the he also has the high lat insertion thing, which actually works really well for him. And his waist looks so tiny. I mean, this is like cartoonish to look at, but also at the same time, that his his lats aren't really great, you know. And it just I don't know. It kind of loses me. Just they they're not super symmetrical. It's just like kind of two two balls under his arms, you know, in his armpits. Yep. I'll tell you what's strange, though. He's one of the few guys that has put on so much size. You know, he's over 300 in the off-season, and it hasn't harmed his waist that much. Yeah, waist is tiny. Yeah, like that. Nathan Diasha. Like Nathan yeah. and like uh, Juan Morel. Yeah. Like, in, so in this shot, like that waist, that's Crazy. like a middleweight competitor's waist, almost. Insane. Insane. He has some uh a lot of his poses are really strong too, where he's not showing his lats. Like that's insane. His arms are wicked. Yeah. 
I think some of his side poses are nuts too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Because his sides of his hams and quads from the side are great. Yeah. Fucking yeah. listening to us. That is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Look how fucking girthy is fucking. That, that's a very good shot there. Yeah, right there. Look at that. He has so much meat on his chest. I think him versus Nick will be a good battle just because they're both a little shorter, uh, very heavily muscled, good conditions. Um, it'll be interesting to see those. It'll be interesting to see because I think Nick has a smaller frame than him. Bloody I see Nick beating him just because Nick is more well-rounded. I bet this guy yeah. has a lot of poses that crush Nick's and, like, look way better than Nick's. Mm. But, like, I mean, when he throws up his arms for a front double or a rear double, it, it's it's just a huge flaw in my opinion. I think his front double looks solid, but his rear double doesn't. His rear, Nick's rear double is way better. Nick's yeah. rear double is crazy, yeah. Yeah, his back is readable in terms of his legs and his quads. Is that what you mean? His legs and his glutes. Is that what you mean? Just all of it. I think Nick's rear double yeah. is so strong. And look at that. I mean, obviously it's off season, but yeah. Don't you look at his back and you just sort of feel like he should be able to pull it out more and wider? Yeah, hundred you know? percent. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean? I think it. I think it's a detail thing with his back. Um, I I see it in myself. There's like a part of halfway through prep where I drop two or three kilos all from my back and it goes from being terrible to just bad. Um, and it's, <laughs> I know what you mean. It's a significant, it's a significant improvement. Um, you'd think <laughs> that his would sort of do the same. I, I don't know. I get that as well. Yeah. I would, before I saw this photo right here, I'd say sometimes it's a lack of detail in the back, but this maybe it just is those highlight insertions. Like, his lats are wide, but they, they finish so high up. Yeah. Um, like his hamstrings are absolutely peeled there, but yeah. Nick's hamstrings and glutes and, and just legs overall from the back look so much more saturated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think it's a good shout. Maybe a key, for me, a keep in fifth and Nick in fourth. Yeah, just, just from crazy. a structural point of view. It's crazy to look at this guy's back because, like, under like his like tears major and stuff, and and the very top of his lat. Once you get under that and you get under that shoulder blade, it's like there's no muscle. It, it looks <laughs> like there's no muscle there. Just lower back. Then, yeah. yeah, it's just <laughs> it just stop. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah, like, that um, have you seen that TikTok thing that's going around at the moment where like the pause line goes and then like yeah. the elongate the body and then it goes again. And it's crazy. Like that last photo we were looking at, like if you covered the top half and looked at the legs, you'd be like, oh man, like once you uncover the top half, you're just going to be so shredded and there's going to be so much yeah. detail, but it's not. No, no, it's not. All right. Then is it a uh, right. game time? Yeah, so uh, in terms of placings, I mean, I'm going to put him, I would say, uh, relative to everyone else, I'm putting him about sort of fourth-ish, just from a structural point of view, but I think he's absolutely insane. Yeah, I'm going to go fifth, and my full placings that I'm going to lock in right now. Um, okay. Ian, Ian first, 
Right. Sergio second. Yeah. Kuklo third. I'm going to be nice and put Nick fourth, and I'm going to put Akeem fifth. Um, after really going into it today, I think Nick will be Akeem on the the lower uh, the the back half that we've just talked about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Solid. I I'm going to go with. Um... Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead with Nick taking it, um, which is, I know is going to bite me in the ass because I'm then going to put Ian second. Um, I'm going to have Sergio third and being very sore about it. Then Akeem, I think, will beat Kuklo. And then after that, it's a toss-up between Justin and Max. Uh, but I think... Well, no. I, yeah. That's my top five. Um Joe, Paulie, whichever one wants to go first. It's a tough question. You go first, Joe. <laughs> okay, I've got uh, Ian first. Nice. Nick second. Um, ah, I'm, I'm getting stuck on third and fourth. Um, I'll say Sergio third. Yeah. Kuklo fourth. And Akeem fifth. Nice. I got uh I feel I feel pretty comfortable putting Ian first. And then I'd probably give second and third potentially to Olivia and Nick. Um I think they could do either, come in either. And then I'd probably also tie fourth and fifth with Kuklo and Akim. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. I think all this proves is how fucking solid this first call out top five is going to be. I imagine they're going to get worked like 50 yeah. rounds of posing. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, wonder, I wonder which one of them of the group is going to miss their peak and drop, <laughs> drop all the way out of it because they're yeah. so close. So yeah. you wouldn't have to miss by much to be suddenly completely out of the, the draw. Yeah. That's and, you know, and you know, okay. from a, from a fan's perspective, um, we've got all this with Hadi, Rami, and the rest in like two weeks' time. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so I'm pumped. Yeah, it's going to be good. But uh, right, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me. And uh, I'm going to call it there. I don't want to take up any more of your time, but that was awesome. And uh, I'll uh, see you guys later. Catch you soon. Nice to meet you all. Ian for the win. Let's go.